The first station. Jesus is condemned to death. The play acting that's been taking place is a perfect example of a weak-minded judge. Pilate is frightened of the Jews, of Caesar, of Christ. The hand-washing is the crowning sign of his weakness. He had power, but he would not have power if it had not been given to him from above. Judge not, and you will not be judged. Yet I often judge others, sometimes needlessly and rashly. Is it ever for me to judge others or other motives? Can I ever do so rightly? Perhaps sometimes I have to make a judgment. Then Lord, let me do so with real justice and with mercy. Let my motives always be love. Love of God and neighbour and not self. Help me to always judge others as I would have them judge me. Teach me, Lord, to always judge others as I would have them judge me. The second station, Jesus takes up his cross. A cross is synonymous in our language with a burden, something heavy, unwieldy, unwanted. Jesus carrying his cross has made the cross a symbol of victory. It has become the sign in which we conquer. We need not think of it as a burden. My yoke is sweet, my burden is light. What is my cross? Is it myself with all my failings, imperfections, and eccentricities? Is it my fears? The fear of facing up to my responsibilities? The fear of boredom with my daily routine? The fear of being found out? The fear of what other people think of me? The fear of loneliness? the fear of failure? Take up your cross daily and come follow me. Jesus, I am lumbered with myself. Help me to find my feet. The third station. Jesus falls for the first time. It's incredible that Jesus Christ, God made man, should fall down. We have to remind ourselves that he was man, like us in all things but sin. He was born, was nursed like any other baby. He grew up and advanced in wisdom and knowledge and grace before God and man. 
he was subject to the same laws of nature as ourselves. He was a man, as physically weak as all men. Father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Do I know my weaknesses? Is it part of my weakness that I think I'm stronger than I really am? Am I too impatient with myself? Help me to always judge others as I would have them judge me. Am I overconfident? Do I struggle with self-confidence? Am I careless in prayer? Am I thoughtless towards others? Am I impatient and irritable? Help me, Lord, to learn by my mistakes and always to lean on you. The fourth station, Jesus meets his mother. Can we really imagine this? The summit of a mother's selflessness, the giving of her son. Even if she knew all that was involved, it was still a loss, an inexpressible anguish, a suffering with him in perfect sympathy, a weight of sadness that there was nothing she could do to help. Isn't this often a mother and father's sorrow, the loss for a time of their children? Isn't it too a child's sorrow, to be cut off from their parents by misunderstanding, a desire for freedom from control, loneliness, a feeling of being unwanted? Young people have their own cross to carry to the top of their own Calvary. On the way, they need the security, affection and sympathy of their family, who perhaps like Mary, can do so little to help. Help me Mary, to take my cue from you, to bear if need be, the sight of my children leaving me, to be with them if I'm needed, to hide from them my own sadness. Help me, Jesus, to understanding with my own parents and to let them help me. Fifth station, Simon of Cyrene helps Jesus to carry his cross. What sort of man was Simon? What did he do for a living? Why was he in Jerusalem? Why was he watching this sordid procession? 
He was probably a very ordinary person, like you and me, just in from the country for a day or two, eager to see the sights, inquisitive for cheap entertainment. Then he was hauled out from the crowd and forced to take part in it all. How did he react? Surely he was angry and afraid to begin with. This is so often my reaction when I'm pilloried in any way. Anger and fear. Angry that someone has doubted my word. Afraid that perhaps I'm not right after all. Angry that my pedestal has been upset. Afraid that I won't be able to get back on it. Angry with others who don't hold the same point of view as me. Afraid that I may be made to look foolish. Help me, Lord, to master my fear and anger, which so often stems from pride. Help me to be at peace with myself and to follow in your footsteps. The sixth station, Veronica wipes the face of Jesus. This is a simple act of charity, but splendidly heroic and uniquely rewarded. I don't have the chance to perform acts like that. Indeed, I'm foolish if I think I can. This is part of my trouble. I daydream all the time. I wonder if I would have behaved like Veronica or Peter or Judas. But here and now, do I behave like Veronica? If I do, the reward is the same. I get an imprint of Christ on my life. Above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. The seventh station, Jesus falls for the second time. In the garden, Jesus prayed, my father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours. On the cross, he said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? We take for granted Jesus' perseverance, his trust in his Father. But this was genuine perseverance and trust. There was nothing sham in the humanity of Christ. My way of the cross is pretty easy by comparison. Yet I too need trust and the grace of perseverance. I need to trust more completely in God to have the unwearied hope that like Jesus, I too will overcome. After all, that is what God has promised me. The eighth station. The women of Jerusalem weep for Jesus. These were kind people who were genuinely sad to see such suffering. But in spite of their compassion, 
they missed the point. Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things to enter into his glory? Do I mourn for the right things? There is so much false joy in the world today. Escapism, ridicule, degrading of human virtue, mockery and pleasure-seeking. This is only a preparation for sadness. It will lead to misery, bitterness, despair, to frustration and to rejection of the truth. In our sorrow, we can always come to God. You who weep, now come to this God, for he is weeping. This sorrow can be what leads us to joy, the joy that we are part of God's plan. The ninth station, Jesus falls for the third time. We can scarcely blame the onlookers if they fail to see this as a triumphant journey. The psalmist's description is accurate enough. I am a worm and not a man, the scorn of man and despised by people. I am poured out like water and all my bones are disjointed. My heart has become like wax, melting away within my breast. My throat is dried up, my tongue cleaves to my jaw, and in the dust of death you have laid me. A description in its way of me. Weak of will, lax of conscience, dry of love, in such a state I deserved to be despised. I need to be encouraged. Lord, you speak to me when I am reading or listening. Encourage me to listen humbly, intelligently, without undue criticism. Unless I become as a little child, I will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Lord, goad me into perfection. The Tenth Station Jesus is stripped of his clothes. By way of humiliation, this is the last straw. And being human, he humbled himself, he became obedient unto death, even death on a cross. He did not prize his possessions, not those due to him as God, not those due to him as man. He had no home, was often hungry and thirsty, was born into poverty and died in poverty. I sometimes find myself terribly concerned with trivialities, things that aren't important. Help me, Lord, to have the wisdom to know what is important in my life.
The eleventh station. Jesus is nailed to the cross. It's the sheer unmitigated cruelty of it that disgusts us all. It seems unbelievable that man, created in the image and likeness of God, should be able to sink to such depths. We call such acts inhuman, barbaric. And cruelty survives today on a grand scale. People trafficking, cruelty towards children, war and crime. Am I so scandalised by these crimes that I barely notice my own faults, my own inhumanity, my lack of charity towards those less fortunate, my willingness to gossip about others behind their back, my impatience with those younger or less clever than myself. Help me, Jesus, to heal the wounds caused by hate and to show love to all as you have shown to me. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. The twelfth station, Jesus dies on the cross. Greater love has no man than to lay down his life for his friends. The thirteenth station, Jesus is taken down from the cross. The dead body of Jesus, it's hard to take this in, that Jesus really died, that his body became a lifeless thing, an empty shell, and yet this truly was the Son of God. I wouldn't be human if I was afraid of death. Yet, in spite of my natural human fear, I have hope. Christ has been there before me. Help me, Lord, to approach my death unafraid, confident that I have tried to do your will during my life. Fourteenth station, Jesus is placed in the tomb. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. The grave is only a passing place for us, as for Christ. The life, death and resurrection of Jesus is the promise for us of eternal life. 
we share each other's blessings and burdens. Forgetting self, filled with hope, filled with faith, united in love for God. I know that my Redeemer lives and that through him all of us shall find life.